Now, uh, Stockton, uh, I know you can be overwhelmed and you can be underwhelmed, but can you ever just be whelmed? Uh, maybe in Europe. <laughs> yep. Hey, everybody. How's it going? Welcome back to Santi Time. Uh, it's been a while. Uh, it's been over a month. Um, um, I have been, I, I've had a lovely, lovely vacation in Spain where I was reunited with my folks, had a lot of time with my cousins. I spent time with my mom's sisters and my dad's, dad, and my dad's coolest fuck friends. So, yeah, we're back in business, baby. Uh, yeah. So if you can't tell by our by our by my convers by by my conversation with Stockton, uh, we're talking about ten things I hate about you. I am in love with this movie. Actually, I saw it for the very very first time in freshman year of high school in AP English. We were reading uh, the book. It's actually based off of the Shakespeare play Taming of the Shrew. And uh, at like the end of the course or whatever, when we were finished with the book, uh, our teacher put on the movie and uh, we like would follow along, like kind of with like the player or whatever. Uh, it was uh, super cool. I like instantly fell in love with this movie. I mean, it's got like such a good cast. Uh, the writing in it is so tight. I mean, it's based off of a Shakespeare play. So, of course, the writing is going to be good, but I love it. It's a fantastic movie. Yeah. Yeah. Uh... I watched this movie, I think, when I was a sophomore in high school, when I was like, re when I was pretty much like discovering my love for movies. And when I was like still on like my uh, rom-com type of binge in which in which I was like, in which I was like watching like a bunch of like DVDs that um that are, that are in that are in the family basis that are in the family basement, which are now sitting in a crawl space somewhere. But uh, but except I didn't own 10 things on DVD. No, uh, I watched it on uh, on HBO, I think. I think it was on HBO at the time. And yeah, and ever since then, I've 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 loved it. I well, I mean, like I watched it one time and never like thought about it again. And then I revisited it like a couple times. And now I fucking love this movie. I don't I don't know what to say. It it's, might... it's got such a good cast, man. Joseph I, I know, yeah. is actually one of my favorite actors of all time. In fact, we were just talking the other day about another movie that he's in that I just watched. Uh, the Wind Rises, which was also fantastic. Right, right. Yes, right, right. Right, right, yes. Uh, but we were both like uh, coordinating on like which time would be good to uh, start recording. Uh, you, we, we were uh, we were talking about the wind rises, and yeah, and and hot take. I think the wind rises is Miyazaki's best movie, and I think Studio Ghibli's number one movie. Now, that's not to say I that now that's not to say that I, that I don't think Kiki's Delivery Service is a masterpiece by any means. Like it's still a favorite of mine. But there's something about The Wind Rises that has that masterpiece appeal that has like the Midas touch that Miyazaki put in there. He puts all of those themes that he has put into his movies in terms of like pacifism, anti-war themes, and and and, uh, and how like humanity destroys the environment and how humanity destroys the environment regardless. It's all in there, baby. Like it's it's it's, it's good it's shit. It's so good. I don't know if I personally agree that it's like Miyazaki's best, but honestly, best is so hard to describe. I know a lot of people would really argue for like Spirited Away, I think is probably the number one contender. And that movie is like visually gorgeous. So how do you even compete? But I think that like 
and and I haven't seen this one yet. And so it's, you know, hard for me to really say, but I'm under the impression that the best Ghibli movie is Princess Mononoke. Um, I've heard a lot of people say really, really good things about that one. My personal favorite is uh, uh, Howl's Moving Castle. I don't think it's the best, but I, I love Howl's yes. Moving Castle so much. The Cat Returns is also just so cute, which is like a lesser known Ghibli film, but it's got Tim Curry and uh, Anne Hathaway. And so like that's that dude, Ghibli just gets away with it every single time. I don't know how they do it. Yeah, 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 man. I don't I I certainly don't know how they do it either. So, yeah. Uh um uh forgive me. Um I'm putting a lip balm on, which is a special kind of lip balm that I bought at a market in Spain, which is Ooh. uh which really which really helps out with your lips. So, this is balsamo de calendula. So, yeah, and uh, you could buy this you can buy this at a market in Spain whenever you're there. So yeah, uh, yeah, man, uh, yeah, yeah, man. I'm such a big Ghibli nerd, and 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 I really and I really want to talk about Ghibli movies on this podcast sometime. So like, like specifically, like rank them before. Yes, like, yes, that's like, exactly what I was gonna say. We could do like a ranking. Yes, his yes. his uh his last film is coming out soon, right? I don't remember what it's called. Uh, it is called. It, it has two titles. How do you live? And the boy How in the hair red. Yes. Really, really excited for this one. And, and 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 I'm going into this as blind as possible because no trailer is going to be released. Only the the we, we can only rely on leaked images. So that's the, like that's the closest thing that we'll get to a sneak peek of the movie itself. That's pretty cool. Uh, I like that. Um, I am particularly excited. Uh, it's just his last film, right? Like, yeah, I think this is gonna be like really like the uh like denouement, you know, like his his masterpiece, so to speak. I don't know if this one will be his best film, but I I am really excited. I don't really know anything about it except that uh, it's about like a relationship between I think it's a boy and his uncle. I could be wrong, um, but I I know that I really like uh his like fictional stuff better just because then he's not like bound to anything if he's like in fiction he can literally put whatever he wants in the movie like in spirit away is just a testament to that like there's so many crazy things in that movie just visually speaking um but i i do like you know like uh the wind rises is just you know a testament that he can actually do realism just as well um aside from like the weird dream superpower thing, but I think that's supposed to be more metaphorical than anything. So yeah. Um, yeah, I love it. Uh, Studio Ghibli is super good. Uh, Joseph Gordon-Levitt, we're going to use the same segue back to 10 things I hate about you. Yeah. 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 We are. We are. So <laughs> yes. Uh, yeah. Like he's in the movie and I think he's like, uh, and I think he's like one of the beating hearts of this movie. So like I think like Absolutely that was his like, I, I I think that was his like foray into the mainstream, you know. Because, it was definitely like, like my like big introduction to him. That's like this movie is where my like obsession with Joseph Gordon Levitt started for sure. And he was on before this like big things that he did. He was on, uh, Third Rock from the Sun, I believe it was yes. called. But he was like super super young. And uh, fun fact: the actress who played Bian- Bianca 
was also in Third Rock from the side. Really? That's and they so all cool. and, and their characters also got together. That's so funny. Um then he had a like small role on one season of that 70s show as like a recurring character. Oh uh, yeah, that's right. Yeah. Where yep. he, where he, he like got uh, to where... kiss uh Topher Grace. Yeah. <laughs> He's so good. He's so good in that role, man. <laughs> I just like the I'm not gay. Then why'd you kiss me? <laughs> All right, I'm gay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's Joseph Gordon Levitt kills me. He's so good. Uh, okay, can I tell you? So mm-hmm. my intro to Joseph Gordon Levitt was a movie from 2009 called G.I. Joe Rise of the Cobra. Oh, I really thought you were about to say The Dark Knight. Uh no. Or actually. not the Dark Knight, uh Batman Begins. Or is he he's in the Dark Knight? You're you're, you're on the right track though. He's in Dark Knight Rises. He uh Is it Dark Knight Rises? Really? I'm not you know I'm not a big fan of the Nolan trilogy, but Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I think I think the Nolan trilogy is overrated, which is why I think the Batman is better. (laughs) I also agree that the Batman is better, and while I do own the scripts for the entire Nolan trilogy, I also own the script for the Batman, so it's it's fair. Oh, I got I got God. all four of the I can go get them real quick if you want to see it. We can do that later. Okay, yeah, um, yeah, yeah. We can do it. We won't. <laughs> oh my God, that's <laughs> that's uh that it that it's, is that it's is such a flex. the one for the one for the Nolan trilogy is one book. It's gigantic. Oh my god, that's that's great. Okay. Um so yeah, G.I. Joe Rise of the Cobra. I watched it a ton as a 12-year-old because because like I wanted to see cool action shit. So yeah, Rise of the Cobra. Probably gonna revisit that soon. I'm gonna. I'm probably gonna think so differently on it because I look at it now. It's it's pretty bad now. It's pretty bad. <laughs> like like cool action shit. But all of these actors are just not are just not very good. There was a lot of like exposition heavy stuff. But anyway, um, should we should we get ready to ten things? Should we do yeah. it? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Um. So full disclaimer. So this is a big, big disclaimer. Um, 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 I am totally aware that there is a strike happening, specifically the writers and Sagafa strike. So the writing strike specifically have uh, is still going on for the past hundred days, and still the and still these and still the AMPTP and uh, like and, and these other corporations. Uh, won't even budge on considering like negotiating with like 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 won't even consider negotiating and are still on the picket lines so like the writer's strike uh like happened it has happened for the first time since i want to say 2007 2008 yep. right and uh and the actor strike uh, uh and the actors are now on strike after 60 years this is a pretty like monumental moment that we are having in the summer of 2023 and these actor and uh and, and it's really painful to see painful to see and hear that these actors have pretty much i uh, pretty much have low residual check pays of only uh, but between zero and 23 dollars the saddest case being 
Uh, Dude, I can't believe that guy got a check. He literally yeah, got what's a his name? check yeah, yeah, for $0.00 in zero cents. Like, come on. You can't literally just, like, give him a direct deposit and then pay him $0.13 cents it would have sent to, like, mail. It would have cost to mail the check. It's like, inhumane. really? like It's inhumane. It's evil. It's, it's disgusting. It, it, it really, really is. Just, like. And now all these companies coming out and saying that they have, like, rights to, like, the, like, image of a person and their use of, like, uh, them visually, like, for an AI, that I think is super disgusting. And that kind of, like, goes into, like, are we, is it, like, ethical to use, like, dead actors and footage of them and that kind of you know, that's like a conversation that's happening with the Flash right now. And yeah, with the with the Christopher Reeve cameo. Uh, uh, like uh, there are there are a couple occasions where uh, where 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 I pretty much like went in depth to it with uh, with a couple of guests of mine. Uh, shout out to John Griffin and uh, and AJ Ford. Uh, like they pretty much both hated the movie and they saw it. And I have really no interest in seeing it because I haven't seen it. Yeah, yeah, I don't, I don't think, I don't think I'll bother. I'll just, I'll just hate watch it at this point. Maybe I don't know. Like I'll just, I'll just watch it when I'm, when I'm completely drunk with friends. I don't know. But I yeah. just, I, ju- I just <laughs> can't believe the reception it got after like James Gunn and literally so many other people were like, "This is the best superhero movie I have ever seen." I don't... Ezra Miller has done horrible things, but the world needs to see this movie. And then the world saw it, and they were just like, "It's an okay movie." And I'm like, "Okay, well, I don't want to watch it now." Yeah, wait. I don't think I don't think James Gunn said the Flash was good. It was either the Flash or Blue Beetle. I, I think I'm pretty, pretty confident sure... it was Flash. The, uh, I, th- I think I would be more confident that James Gunn said that Blue Beetle is good. Since I'm that hoping, Be- I'm hoping. This is his first movie, right? Yeah, yeah. It, Blue Beetle will be the first movie of the DCU. So, so yeah. And, um, so, well, so, so yeah. Um, so, so yeah, the links to the SAG-AFTRA and the WGA fundraiser links will be in the podcast bio below. So feel free to click, so feel free to click on those links and give like, and, and donate whatever you can to uh, to help out these writers and actors because they need to get paid, please. Okay, like this is just this is unprecedented. We want we want our entertainment industry that that we want these employees in the entertainment industry succeed. Okay, that's all we want. That's all we want. And also, I want. I, and also, I just don't want Dune Part Two to be pushed back. I wanna. I wanna watch it this year, please. Spider Verse got delayed, uh, and everybody said it was gonna happen. And I was like, "There's no way that they would put that date in the movie unless they were confident they could reach it." I was like, "There's no way it's getting delayed. Like that's less than a year out. Why would they even put that there if it was gonna get delayed?" And everybody's like, oh, I don't know. And then the strikes happened and I was like, oh, it's getting delayed. <laughs> and like, oh, I just need to see that movie so bad. You know what? You know what? I got to be real with you, Chief. I don't I don't mind that it's getting put. I, I don't mind that it's getting pushed back, really. As much as I am excited for Beyond the Spider-Verse, I think until I, I think until again, these um. <laughs> I think until these employees get paid, get paid, they should uh, uh, until these employees get paid and 
and until Phil Lord and Chris Miller let these like like lets these animators like 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 take their time with their work, then like 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 then I can be excited for Beyond the Spider Verse because because after all, it did take four years for Spider Punk to be animated, so I wouldn't be surprised if we waited a little bit longer. And you know? they've said that they've like started already working on this movie like when they started working on the second one. And so there's already like a good chunk of stuff that I'm sure they've already gotten like completed or out of the way. Um do you think Phil and like Lord are gonna uh direct this movie or do you think they're just gonna only produce it like across the Spider-Verse? I think they'll just produce it. I, I really want them to direct it. Like, I really like, you know what they did with Beyond the Spider-Verse, but having three people direct a movie is super difficult and it can kind of make the, like, chunks of the movie really hard to kind of blend together. Uh, and I really like, you know, uh, Phil Lord's, like, directing style. Like, uh, or it's, yeah. it No, it's Chris Miller and Phil Lord, right? Yes. Chris, yes. Okay, so... Lord and Miller. Uh, they directed Cloudy with a Chance of Meatballs, which is one of, like, the funniest animated movies of all time, in my opinion. Cool. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, it has been so long since I've watched that movie, so that deserves a revisit as well. So, uh, you know that... You know that there are, like, a lot of, like, differences in, like... Eh, like, in the... In the digital HD cut... Mm-hmm. Like specifically, there were like dialogue, like like specifically some aspects of dialogue were put out. I was rewatching like... it actually, and I feel like Gwen is more mean to Miles now. Like huh? in the beginning of the movie, yeah, like when he follows her through the portal, she's like really snappy with him. I don't remember that being the case when I watched the movie. Oh, but she's like, yeah, Pavi, this is Miles. He's not <laughs> supposed to be here, <laughs> oh, and what? it's like, whoa. Is this why everybody was like bad at Gwen now? Like this was not in the movie when I saw it. Yeah, like uh, that. Yeah, it's almost like we've watched like different variants of Spider Verse Two, mm-hmm. which is which is which is interesting to me. So like so 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 pretty much, the movie itself is an anomaly. <laughs> I'm I'm really excited to see where they decide to finish the story. I think that like this is going to be, like, the Prime Miles, like, story going forward. And I don't know if you heard, but in, like, the actual Miles story in the comics now, because of how successful Spider-Verse is doing, the current Miles Morales bad guy is Hobie Brown as the Prowler. Huh? Yep. No. In the comics, in Miles Morales' comics, they decided to bring Hobie Brown's Prowler back just because Hobie was because he was so popular in the movie. Well, and I think that that's like what the story is going to be. Like, obviously, like I'm not a big comic reader, and I'm not sure like what's currently happening in the story, but I bet that like they'll probably like end up like starting like fighting, and they'll probably become buddies, and Hobie will probably be like the Prowler, but a good guy in the comics is what my guess is going to be. Mm-hmm. Okay, yeah, that sounds cool. Maybe that'll be the case for like the other variant miles. Maybe they'll become friends. Who knows? But yeah, yeah, that'd be super cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah. What if it's not Hobie? What if they lied to everybody? It is the variant miles. That's the prowler <laughs> in the comics. No. That'd be a super good twist. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's great. Uh, but enough about Spider Verse talk. Um, let's let's talk about ten things. So, um, so, uh, 
So 10 Things I Hate About You was released on March 31st, 1999. This is a movie released in 1999, one of the best years in film, specifically the same year of The Matrix, Toy Story 2, Fight Club. Uh, Don't be a cheerleader. But I'm a cheerleader. Yeah, but I'm a cheerleader. I love But I'm a Cheerleader. Oh, yeah, it's so good. Like, Dante Bosco's in it. Yep, yep. It's just oh. so many good 1999 movies. Oh, I so yeah, yeah. My letterbox entry for the movie was um was something like was something like you will be you will be banished from the Fire Nation, and then Zuko's like, but but I'm a prince of the Fire Nation. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, yeah, that's funny. And, uh, and and yeah, so oh, and uh, and uh, for better or worse. Star Wars: The Phantom Menace, also released in 1999, a movie that I've admitted I've 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 warmed up to it. I've warmed up to the movie. I don't probably my least favorite like Star Wars movie. I've only seen the like original six, but that's probably my least favorite Star Wars movie. And that's under and 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 that is completely and and that is completely valid. Like a lot of people still don't like it. CGI is just too bad. Van Jar Jar I can't do it. However. Pod race. I love episode two. Episode two is phenomenal. It is. It is. Episode two is phenomenal. And George Bush coded, like, admittedly, you know, <laughs> it is. It's very George Bush coded. And, uh, and yeah, pod race, duel of the fates. It's good. It, it all, all gets shit. Anyway, uh, the cast of the movie includes Julia Stiles, Heath Ledger, Joseph Gordon-Levitt, who we've just praised, Larissa Olenek, who plays Bianca, Larry Miller, who plays Dr. Walter Stratford, Andrew Keegan, who plays Joey, David Cromholtz, who plays Michael. Mike. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, Mike. Susan May Pratt, who plays um Kat's friend, Gabrielle Union, Daryl Mitchell, who plays Mr. Morgan, Allison Janney, David Leisure, who who, is, who the fuck does David Leisure play? Hold on. Is that the teacher, maybe? Uh it could be a teacher. Uh wait a minute. I I, I gotta look. I, I who gotta... are we looking for? David Leisure? David Leisure, yeah. There's Mr. Chapin. It looks like oh, oh yeah, Mr. yeah, yeah, yeah. Chapin. That's the teacher. That's from the uh from when there she's in detention. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. And she's gotta flash him, the soccer. Yeah, yeah, coach. yeah. We'll uh, we'll uh, we'll get to that scene. And <laughs> Kyle Cease. Who plays like one of the? Uh, who plays? Um, Bogey Lowenstein. I Bo- think I just yeah, saw. Yeah, who's Bogey. the guy who hosts the party? Yeah, and yep, uh, uh, yep, he is. And uh, and yeah, that's all I got. Oh, and a special appearance of the band Letters to Cleo. Yeah. Who is probably the band that's playing at the uh, the like. Well, at the prom, yeah. Oh, at the prom, gotcha. I was thinking at the uh, they go to that like underground dance party, right? Yeah, yeah, but like I'm the club th- or whatever. Yeah, mm-hmm. but I don't think the band was there. The, I the could be wrong. Ma- the, well, there was like a female singer, and I think she had a band. But you're, it's probably the band at prom. Um, speaking of the cast, can we talk about how like the three male leads all grew up to be Christopher Nolan movies? Because I know, right? Joseph Gordon-Levitt <laughs> is Dark Knight Rises, uh, Heath Ledger's Dark Knight, and uh, I uh, Brumholtz. We just talked about him. I can't. I don't know. Why I can't remember Brumholtz his name. Brumholtz was yes. recently in Oppenheimer. In in Oppenheimer, dude, it's so <laughs> fucking funny. 
Okay, okay. Again, I'm aware that the strike is happening, but I want to get this out of the way. Oppenheimer is incredible. It's Oppenheimer is really good. It fuck, fucking blew me away. Oh my god, I want to see that. Dude, again. the scene with the Trinity bomb, I like was plugging my ears, like closing my eyes, like it I get it, it, it didn't even like it didn't even matter me doing all those things. I could still feel the scene because of like how heavy the theater was shaking. Uh, unfortunately, uh, our like high definition theater was like out of commission that day. I think they said there was like a leak or something like that. Oh, and really? so I didn't get to see Barbie or Oppenheimer in like our fancy theater. And I was so devastated. Oh man. But, but you did see Barbie though, right? I did see Barbie. Yep. I, I, I did Barbenheimer. Yep. Yep. I, no, I saw Same Barbie day. too. Thought it was it was great. I think I personally like Barbie a little bit more than Oppenheimer. I'm not gonna lie. It's a, it's just a little bit more. I I, I uh, prefer Oppenheimer, man. I I prefer Oppenheimer. I I think their <laughs> messages and like their importance are pretty equal, like in scaling, like how they execute it. They like choose different paths. However, I think that Barbie's is just a little bit more digestible. I think that right. it's gonna be a lot easier to rewatch Barbie. I don't think everybody's gonna be like oh yeah, fascism in America is running rampant and it's actually like destroying nature. That's a problem. We should watch Oppenheimer for that. Like, it's just a three-hour movie. It's so long to watch. It's such a commitment. Okay, okay. mainly I want to like watch Oppenheimer again because I'm doing like a review for the Albany Student Press and I want to like get my thoughts in there so oh and i'm gonna rewatch oppenheimer for sure but barbie is like a movie i can see myself just being like oh my god i gotta show you this movie it's so good like i'm not gonna ever do that to anybody for oppenheimer because right, it's yeah. so long I, yeah 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 yeah. i get you i get you so so yeah uh that's the cast and that's letters to cleo uh it is directed by gil younger junger i i i apologize i apologize to gil if i if i mispronounced your name uh, this is the only good movie of his career. Oh, is is he like directed anything else like prominent? Uh, I don't think so. All I know is that all I know is that, uh, all I know is that this is like the only like good movie of his. I want to like, I want to like look up more movies from him. Hold on. Yeah, I got that right here. Let's I, see. I, 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 I don't, I, I barely. Okay, he did Black Knight, which starred Martin Lawrence, this movie called If Only, uh, and this movie called Think Like a Dog? What? 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 From 2020. What? Yeah, from 2020. Oh. It uh, looks like he also directed a bunch of episodes, or two episodes from Casey Undercover, the show on well, Disney XD starring uh, Zendaya. Uh, Zendaya, yeah. yep. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Mm, yeah. Uh, uh, apparently, there was a ten things I hate about life. Is this a movie? Oh no, it is, is this... not. It is, it, and and no, it is not really a. Okay, on Wikipedia, it is described as not a direct sequel to Ten Things I Hate About You. It 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 it, it is specifically a movie that explores some of the same themes. So I well, think... yeah, and I'm reading the description here, and it just says it's about two people who fall in love right before they're gonna kill themselves. Huh? Right? That's so that that is such a weird premise. It, it's I not mean... rated high like at all. I don't I think, think it's a good movie. I think Gil wanted to make a sequel 
and that he wanted to like bring is this also based off of like is this romeo and juliet like (laughs) i um i i i think so i think i i I think i think he could have like wanted to like loosely make another shakespeare movie i don't know i got no idea oh like oh gil uh good on him okay there was also a 10 things i hate about you series oh yeah i'm gonna i'm gonna get into that like oh um, okay yeah and um so so loosely adapted from william shakespeare's taming of the shrew which you've said it is written by karen mccullough and kirsten smith in which in which after in which after 10 things they went on to they went on to co-write legally blonde Oh, interesting. Yep, 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 yep. Well, at least he's got writing chops. Yeah, uh, Legally Blonde, Ella Enchanted, The House Bunny. See, I like all of these movies. Those are all great movies. Yeah. Uh, What what the heck? He just can't direct. Like, you know, sometimes that's how life is, right? Like, stay in your lane sometimes, I guess. I don't know. (laughs) (laughs) Like, those are, those, like, I've seen all four of those movies, and I like all four of them. Each and every one of those movies is good. These director movies that he has don't look good at all. I, like, not I, even a little bit. Can I mention something? I've never seen She's the Man. I, 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 I don't know. Like, I've never watched it. I've seen clips. I've seen clips. I just never... It's just been never a long, long time since I've seen it. When I was growing up, I, like, we had this, like, family that was, like, really good friends with ours, and we would go over to their house all the time, like, after school and on the weekends or whatever. And they had this like huge stack of movies and uh, we would just like, uh, I don't know, every now and then just pick a movie out of that stack and watch it. Funnily enough, She's the Man was one of them, but also House Bunny was one of those same movies. That's how I watched House Bunny as well. (laughs) I guess, uh, I guess they're just, they're just really big uh, Junger fans, I suppose. (laughs) (laughs) Or, or. Or Karen and Kirsten fans. Actually. Right, right, yes, yes. Karen and Kirsten fans specifically that they're a fan of. But yeah. Uh that's that's cool. So uh so you're n- so this is a really, really cool fact that I just learned today. The cinematography was done by Mark Irwin, who did work for David Cronenberg. Oh, okay, cool. Yeah, uh he did yeah, like he he specifically did camera work. For four of his iconic movies, Videodrome, Scanners, The Dead Zone, and The Fly. No, it makes sense. I mean, think about it. You have, like, teen romance comedy movie and body horror. Those, like, two <laughs> things need the same cinematographer. <laughs> like, uh, you never... Like... I don't know, like, hey, it worked. Like, this movie, like, I actually, like, the cinematography is something that really does stand out to me. I really like the shots, like, while they're all at the golf course... And, like, when he, like, hits the, like, guy in the head or, like, when he breaks the, like, window or whatever, mm-hmm. the, like, scene where he's, like, riding the motorcycle down the mountain. Oh, um, yeah, that's a good scene. And obviously, I like, like Heath Ledger dancing, like, on the stairs. There's a lot of really good, like, shot scenes in this movie. And, uh, okay, the one scene that stands out to me is when Cam and Michael are, like, throwing flyers for, yep, uh, for Louis' down the staircase. Uh, party. Yeah, yeah, down the staircase. And it's a wonderful rotating shot. And the song, Sexy Boy. I love the, uh, <laughs> oh. the party is also, like, beautifully shot. There's a lot of, like, really long lingering shots where we, like, follow people. Mm-hmm. Uh, 
just like a lot of stuff where like we like move in and out of like people at the party and like up and down the stairs and in and out the halls uh they yeah i think the party is like one of my favorite scenes actually there's a lot of really good things that happen in there that's kind of like cat's breaking point uh bianca like also breaking point but in like a different sense um that party's really everybody's breaking point if you think about it the only person who really like gets out of there unscathed is uh patrick oh oh yeah because like i don't think patrick had that much he, he really just took cat home he he just got puked on he's good yeah, yeah, yeah. He got puked on his shoes. Like he got paid too, and I mean, yeah. like that's also oh, part of the problem. Yeah, yeah. But like, you know. your eyes have a little green in them. <laughs> 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 that's a that's a good quote. That that's a good quote that I really like. Uh, the comp- the music composer is named Richard Gibbs, who did music for the first season of The Simpsons. Oh, nice. Yeah, yeah, and uh, and as you said, there was a ten things I hate about you TV show. It was released in 2009 on ABC Family, which is now called Freeform, which is so fucking stupid. I miss ABC Family so I miss I miss much. Twitter. I miss oh my God. HBO. I miss yeah, like man. why is it now that everybody is deciding why are we, to why are we rebranding shit out of nowhere? Like what's, No, for real. What's, like I What's you, going on here? Remember Spike seen, TV? Remember have you Spike? seen community? Like uh, on community. They have a Twitter contest to name Troy's monkey Annie's boobs. It's not, <laughs> and they call it a Twitter contest in the show. It's going to be called a Twitter contest for the rest of time. There's nothing called... that Elon Musk can do that like can change that footage. Now it's going to be called uh, an X contest, which makes no fucking sense at all. Like they'll they'll call it see, that in well, the community movie. Honestly, <laughs> Annie's boobs makes more sense when you're like, we had an X contest to decide the name. <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh my god. Okay. So, but but for real though, I miss ABC Family so much. I watched a lot from ABC Family, like 25 Days of Christmas. I miss that shit. And um and and also like Thursday nights were so good because like bit 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 because like every Thursday after school Pretty Little Liars was on and I tuned in almost every single week. Oh my god! Yes, yes, I've I've out of my I'm I'm outing myself for being a Pretty Little Liar stan. Okay. Hey, I've heard really good things. No shame. I like haven't seen it, but like I I know a lot of people really like Pretty Little Liars, and it's got to be successful for a reason, right? Yeah, yeah, it was like it's, it was. Uh, it was really successful for its time. It's yeah. really funny that you mentioned Twenty Five Days of Christmas because I've actually been thinking about putting together a Twenty Five Days of Christmas movie watch list. Oh, and so okay, on cool. day number one, I watch a movie with the number twenty five in the title. Day number two, I watch a movie with the number twenty four in the title, and so on and so forth. And there's like some really obvious ones. So like on day seven, I'm gonna watch seven um on like 10 i'll probably watch 10 things i hate about you uh but 10 things is not a christmas movie <laughs> they don't have to be christmas movies they oh, just okay. have to have the number yep. oh okay oh, oh okay yeah i'm gonna do the same thing when i start my horror binge coming mm-hmm. next summer when i when i restart my my uh my shutter subscription and i'm really excited that the criterion channel is having like a high school like horror collection so is there like a criterion subscription because like yes i feel like i've heard yeah that's like the one i don't have can you send me a link to that yeah 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 for sure like i i will definitely send you a link uh, send you a link that there are there are a ton of movies 
Yeah, like well, you and I've watch seen them there like, that you don't, you don't watch anywhere else. Yeah, and I've seen like the Criterion like YouTube channel, and like what they do is they get like film directors or writers or like famous mm-hmm, like yeah. actors or whatever, and they put them in a closet with essentially every like cri- uh, Criterion film ever, and they're just like, oh yeah, pick like whichever ones you want, and there's so many movies like in that collection. Yeah, yeah, there are. Uh, like most. Yeah, yeah, I know. Like a lot of like well-known actors have like have have like been in that closet. Specifically, Michael Shannon, in which like in, in which like if you've seen that edit of Michael being being like, I had a really good time in the closet, or or, or oh or yeah, oh my yeah. god, wait, that's where that's from. I didn't yes. know. I didn't know that that was the Criterion Collection. That's so funny. I gotta go watch that now. Yeah. I my like most memorable one from them is the one that they do with I. Uh, uh, the Daniels, the directors for Everything Everywhere All at Once, yeah. they put them into the closet and they had them like pick out like their letterboxed top four out of the Criterion collection, oh, that's which is cool. really cool to see them do and like look at their movies and kind of get like a little bit of insight into them after like seeing a little bit of like who they are individually, like the Daniels themselves and like how they kind of interact with each other and how their styles mesh everything everywhere all at once just makes so much more sense like only those two people could have made that movie right right exactly nobody can make everything everywhere at once quite like the daniels you're absolutely right yep. okay uh and uh i'm gonna name like I'm, I'm gonna name some cast members that were on the 10 things show so Lindsay shaw and megan martin played the stratford sisters Lindsay shaw, Lindsay shaw is uh i don't know Ned's... Lindsay shaw is from Nancy yeah, yeah, classified yeah, yeah. i megan actually martin is a disney star i want to say she's martin. in camp rock or something i don't i don't know let me let me look it up uh i actually been following the ned's declassified podcast oh on, really on tiktok they've reunited the three of them ned cookie and mose and they uh, are just like really good friends now and they just go on a podcast they talk to like a lot of people who like were in and around like Ned's Declassified so they got like Dar- is it Darren Cross or Darren wait, wait, the wait, guy Dar- who Darren Cross it... no no you're thinking of David Cross uh I it's his name is Darren something um he played the janitor on ned's declassified he was also timmy turner's dad he played cosmo oh yeah Um, yeah. they got him on it they got scott fellows the creator of the show fuck dan schneider by the way yeah Uh, fuck him (laughs) uh yeah scott fellows is like a super chill dude they get tons of like people or they get like other like nickelodeon or disney actors and like talk to them about like the trauma that is being a child actor oh yeah that's that's really interesting you know it's been like, it's been really good and like Lindsay shaw was in like hot waters a couple years ago but like i i genuinely yeah, think i think i think i, I think he I, I i think she like made racist comments right and i think i i think genuinely it was like a misunderstanding and like it, it either it was like maybe a tone thing or like maybe a joke got misunderstood or something like that or maybe it was the other way around but uh like as far as i'm aware that's like all like in the past and behind yeah uh i want to say that she also voted republican i don't know like 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 I, I'm, I'm pretty sure she did i don't know again i don't know <laughs> but yeah yeah uh so so yes megan martin was on cap rock yeah and who uh, did she play uh tess Tyler, oh, uh, uh, like she's known for playing Tess Tyler on Camp Rock. Uh, like Megan played Bianca and Lindsay was Cat. 
Trying to think of Tess. Yeah, I, I, I've never, I, I've never watched Camp Rock either. Oh, I, but Camp Rock's so good. I, I, I understand. I just, I just never really watched it. I, I, I've seen a bunch of scenes from Camp Rock and Camp Rock too, but I never like experienced it. Same thing with the High School Musical movies. I never, I never really watched them. I don't take. This I was kind of iffy on High School Musical. I really like the second get, one. I'm so, I, I'm, I'm sorry to the people who love High School Musical. I understand why you like it. I don't understand the hype at all. I'm sorry. <laughs> see, that's that. See, now I'm on board. I don't get the hype either. Like, don't get me wrong. Camp Thank Rock you. is Thank the you. good. High School Musical is good. Their franchises are okay. But by far, and it's not even a contest, so it's not even worth comparing them. The best high school, like, musical movie is Lemonade Mouth. And, like, the others, like, can't even, can't yeah. even compete. Like it's it's lemonade mouth is literally on another level. Name so, another, like, literally, literally name another Disney Channel movie that takes place in a high school where like a bunch of kids in detention start a band. Like, come on. And what I really like about it is that like it's not like they break out into song and dance, and it's like no, absolutely you not. know, and it's like everybody magically knows the words. Like all the music exists in the world, and that's what the movie's about. Uh, yeah. And like, not to mention, it's got like really top notch writing. The cast is really good. Um, Adam Hicks recently got out of prison. Uh, like, oh for, yeah, I heard. Oh, uh, oh armed ro- attempted armed robbery, but yeah. he's uh, gotten a lot of help and is doing a lot better. And mm-hmm. uh, is so yeah, good for him. And he's uh making music again solo. So uh, who knows? Maybe that'll be really good. Yeah, who knows, man. Um, and the rest of the Lemonade Mouth cast is also good. Haley Kiyoko, uh, uh, Bridget Mendler, everybody in it is so good. Dude, dude, like Haley Kiyoko's like career really popped off since then. You know? Oh because, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, like I want to say, uh, like, like her music career like really took off. Like I want to, like, like she's always like been popular with the Disney crowd, but like at but like outside of it, she's doing great, you know. And she's like, just like a queer icon now. She yes. like is fully embraced it. I actually think I saw a TikTok from her either earlier today or yesterday, and it was like, um, it, it's like a me when my best friends like are trying to ask me if this man is attractive, and it's like. I'm looking for the words. I'm looking for the words. Yeah. I'm I'm looking for the words. <laughs> oh man, that's that that's cool. That's cool. And uh so Ethan Peck played Patrick Verona, who like and uh currently he's playing Spock in Star Trek Discovery. Oh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Quite a flex since uh since starring in Ten Things. Spock and- isn't like kind of what I would have imagined for Patrick's like TV show adaptation, but go off, I guess. <laughs> yeah, uh, and you're not going to believe who played Cameron James in the show. Is it somebody I know? Uh, uh, yes. Depending on if you watch the show, Nicholas Braun. Nicholas Braun. That sounds familiar. What show is it? What, what show is he from? Succession. Succe- oh, wait, wait, wait. Yes, no, I know who that is. Cousin Greg. Interesting, interesting. Uh-huh. Yep, yep, that is right. Cousin Greg was in 10 Things I Hate About You. And uh and and he and he was crushing on Bianca. Yep, yep. That's 
Never thought you'd hear that fact today. And uh, Larry Miller reprised his role as Walter Stratford. Oh, good for him. And uh, Gotta get one returning cast member. Yeah, and uh, Chris Zilka played Joey Donner. If you don't, like, I don't think, I don't think you know what it is. Like, he's been... I don't think so. Yeah. Uh, and uh, and now we can get right into... Uh, uh, let's get right into IMDb facts, uh, in which, like, this is a segment in which we pick uh, three facts and we talk about them. So, first like I have is, like, the 10 Things poem was pretty much the first take. Oh, really? Yes. Yes. Julia Stiles really acted her ass off read, reading that poem. Gil was like, yep. Like, uh, as soon as Gil saw, like, Julia, like, shed tears out, like, he was like, that's a good take. We're, uh, we're, uh, we're keeping that in there. <laughs> yeah. And uh, second fact I have, it was actually shot in Tacoma, Washington, which is where the movie takes place. Tacoma, Washington is pretty much, like, right next to Seattle. So, like, the scene where, like, Cat and Patrick are, like, on the boat, you can see, like, the Seattle Space Needle in the background. And third pack, and, uh, and, and actually, and actually, that's a lie. I actually have five facts, so there was no way I had to pick three facts. So fourth fact I have is that Andrew Keegan didn't know how to, so, so, uh, so the scene where Joey is, like, drawing a dick on Michael's face is like so uh story is that Andrew Keegan didn't know how to draw genitals so like David had to like teach him how to do <laughs> it for the scene <laughs> just like so, so 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 what you're going to do is like when you want to like so so uh... my, you got to like uh, you got to start with the balls okay and then you, <laughs> and, and then you got to go right down and, and, and then as soon as you like and, and then as soon as you like st- start to like do the bottom there you got to make sure you get the seam right (laughs) and i find it funny that like cameron like touched his face like this when he was talking to michael and michael's like i have a dick on my face don't i i have a dick on my face don't i (laughs) And, and and he says it like he has experienced this before because i'm pretty sure because i'm pretty sure dicks were drawn were, were drawn as were drawn as his face before I think so so last fact I have uh the marching band in the sequence where like it, it, like like in the sequence where Patrick serenades cat is like at uh was not like felt like the marching band specifically was not from Stadium High School which was a high school in the movie like it, it was high school in the movie state so like Stadium was approached by by the makers of the movie to do the scene, but the but 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 Stadium didn't have the marching band, that didn't have the marching band. The filmmakers had to had to contact Lincoln High School, which was a nearby Tacoma school, who furnished like the marking who furnished the marching band depicted in the scene. Several members of the studio band assisted, but had to be taught how to march. Meaning that meaning that when Patrick paid. Like the marching band leader, he was actually a marching band student. Isn't that a cool fact? I think that's pretty cool. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. I think I think that fact takes the cake. Uh, what do you got for me? Uh, so first one I got here is not only is the movie based off of the Taming of the Shrew, but actually like the main characters themselves are 
like based off of the main characters like in that so uh bianca and cat in the book are called bianca and katarina mm-hmm. uh patrick is called uh petruccio uh past that you kind of like the names start to get a little bit further off uh but i just really like that like they were like we're not even going to change the names is per trick his name is is per trick <laughs> yep 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 yeah 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 they were like yeah patrick is a good one patrick's a good uh one. kate the uh actually i wanted to talk about that washington one too because there's the scene where bianca and cameron are talking and they are underneath the bridge and there's that big like troll underneath there yeah uh super super cool um and then oh god i uh i had a third one i'm trying to think of what it was where did it go oh yes so the poem that uh cat does at the very very end the you know the famous poem yeah. It's in the same like meter and style as the poem that her character reads at the end of Taming of the Shrew. It's like the exact same like meter and everything. Oh well, so so pretty much if so... you were to like read both of them, they would like have the same like tempo essentially. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like these writers knew what they were doing, man. They really like uh like like a Kirsten Carrot are pretty much like they're really good. That that like uh, they're pretty much Shakespeare experts at this point. I mean, after all, she's the man was based on uh Twelve Knife, I think, right? Like girl poses as a boy, right? You yeah. know, that's actually really funny. I never thought about that before, but it makes total sense now that you've said it. Yeah, 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 pretty much. Like I, I did a, that, I attended a Shakespeare class like two semesters ago. I would say, mm. and uh, and and. And yeah, uh, that's uh, that's all the facts we have. Uh, so, uh, the, so uh, I want to like get into like more favorite parts about this movie. I took a lot of notes during this movie. Like, there's th- 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 there was a ton here. I want to like go one by one. So, uh, so so yeah, uh, I really like how the title cards are like really impressively animated. Like, it's actually like from a sketch book. Mm-hmm. Like it's well, like, very very 90s ish. Very mm-hmm, very 90s. And I would say a bit like and, and I would and I would say a bit like you mayhem, since that mutant mayhem was pretty much like sketch run. I know I said also very stylized, yep. Yes, yes. Uh we're not don't think we're gonna talk about mutant mayhem here, just because again, strike is going on and and we can't really talk about new releases. So yeah, which is why we're talking about 10 things. So uh, so I think Reputation from, uh, from Joan Jett is one of, like, the best intro songs for a character ever. <laughs> for sure. Because, because look at how it starts, right? You got these, like, you got these teenage girls in a car having, like, an uppity, having, like, an uppity happy song, right? And then, and then you have this car pull up with a punk rock song, right? And... Uh, punk rock, sorry, right? And Joan Jett is, is pretty much well known for playing for bringing like feminist like rebel style music and and, and and you have Kat who is like and then you have Kat Stratford who is like a really like anti-social person because of what Joey did to her so mm-hmm. Mm-hmm, yeah which will like uh, which will which will get right into you. and uh and and another detail that I love is like Kat 
ripping the poster that's like that 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 uh, ripping a poster that says something about counting down to 2000 which says a lot about y2k uh-huh like 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 this is so it's so 1999 because like these teenagers are just like partying they don't are just partying not giving a fuck because like he was like oh it's 1999 whatever the fuck is gonna happen in 2000 man like we should go crazy <laughs> see that's like the one thing that really really freaks me out about this movie actually so at one point they talk about jared leto and how it's like oh so jared leto is the kind of guy that like cat would date right and it's like hold on a second this movie came out in 99 and these like full grown adult teenage girls are crushing over Jared Leto. We're going to pause not like nine, 10 years later, Heath Ledger, who was like early twenties when filming this movie is now playing the Joker. Fast forward again, another eight, nine years. Now Jared Leto is playing the Joker. Like, how old is this man? I uh, I and that like just blows me away. Jared Leto is like early fifties, I'm sure. I I, I feel like he's got to be even older than that. Like no, I, I no. feel like he just doesn't age at this point. Yeah, yeah, he really he really doesn't age at all. He's he not... actually is a vampire. He just turned into Morbius. <laughs> yep, yep, yep. Yeah, that's right. That's true. And oh my god, I want to get into Miss Perky. Uh. I really love. Oh my god, the I secretary! Really yeah. Oh, she's the best. I she's just living her life, man. I oh no god. shame whatsoever. Like, actually, she's more of an aspiring erotica author because she cares <laughs> more about writing her book than the than the students. Like, that's so funny. To yeah, me. yeah. Oh, absolutely. I just love the uh, what is what is cat cat just comes in. She's like member. She's like. <laughs> Quivering member, yeah. Throbbing. <laughs> Quivering. I like that. Quivering. And like, and and you know the uh splat at the window? At yep. the like, yeah, like that, 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 that always gets a laugh out of me because it's so unexpected. It's just, it's such a big like spitball. Like again, that's just very 1999. Also, uh, also, I, 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 also, I got a question for you. Do you think Kangaroo Boy is an insult? Or something a bit racial? No, oh yeah, it feels a little racial for sure. Yeah, because like because Kangaroo Boy, like specifically. Uh, he's like, like Australian, feels... right? Like that's yeah. like, yeah. Oh, 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 oh wait. I have another fact about Heath Ledger. So like Gil was like really concerned about Heath's accent and 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 he wanted like Heath and wanted Heath to speak more American. And he feels like, oh, like I kind of want to keep my accent in there. It makes me feel sexy. Like I don't know. Oh, you know what? No, I respect that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I did see uh something when I was looking at those facts. Uh, apparently Heath Ledger beat out uh Ashton oh. Kutcher. Like, yeah. Oh my god, I just Ashton cannot... Kutcher and Josh Hartnett. Yeah, I just cannot imagine Ashton Kutcher like no as as, as Patrick. I just. As somebody who's like genuinely and like Ashton Kutcher himself, absolutely. But like he's just too known for playing douchebags at this point, right? Like, and like, uh, well, I don't know. I'm kind of thinking about it, and like he does kind of play douchebags with the soft inside, and that is kind of what Patrick is, I guess. But he doesn't play like smart like douchebags, you know? 
no, 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 no. He just plays like stupid douchebags. No, right, know. right. And uh, and and as for as for Josh Hartnett, who was like also like consideration for Patrick, I I think he would have been great, you know. But but again, like if he did ten things, he would have like like if he did because like because already Josh Hartnett was already popular in the nineties, like 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 in ninety six, he was in the faculty which was mm-hmm. directed by Robert Rodriguez, written by Kevin Williamson, which is about these high school students who are, like, experiencing an alien evasion. And, like, I actually aliens, think like, I just added that movie on my watch list a couple days ago. Yeah, like, yeah, 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 specifically these aliens, like, infiltrate, like, their teachers and their parents and they don't know who to trust. And eventually, and, and this alien, like, spreads, like, a virus and, and, and it pretty much, like, infects most of the, and most of them. Like, it says... It's like it's really ahead of its time, considering that, considering like the virus that we experience today, and how like and and, and how these characters like feel isolated in their own school, kind of. So yeah, I really recommend watching the faculty. It's good shit. I actually just looked up his IMDb page, or, or uh, just like his, the movies that he's in. You're never gonna guess what else he's in. Oppenheimer. He's in Oppenheimer. Yeah, yep. yeah, yeah. That's right. Uh, he plays that's... like. Yeah, yeah, he plays. Oh, he's he's the uh no 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 I totally recognize him. He's the guy who like uh 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 oh god um why can't I not think of him? He was he at the communist like house party, right? No, no, no. He was like I I I think he was against the communist party. Oh (gasps) no, 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 he was the general. No, 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 not, no. Not Josh Matt Hart- Damon, not Matt Damon, the other guy, the other guy who like was, I want to say he was like on a plane with him maybe or on a train or something. No, I, I, am I completely lost? Yeah, yeah, I, yeah. I think, I think, I, 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 I think I'm completely lost there, my dude. I don't know. <laughs> Fair enough. Yeah. I, I thought I knew who he was. Yeah. And, uh, and, and, and uh, after and after much realization from this movie, uh, my I, I kind of wanted a friend like Michael in high school. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, no. Nope. Michael is such a cool dude. He knows everything about the school. He's a ride or die. You know, he, like, yeah, he knows a lot about these cliques. Like, so he just heard they were getting a new student and was like, "I have to get to him first. Mm-hmm. If anybody else gets to him, he will not be my friend." <laughs> and, and and I like how Cam was like, "Oh, like these AP." Cl- Oh, like these AV, and he's like, oh, these AV club guys are pretty silly, and like Michael's part of the AV club, and he's like, yeah, yeah, right, uh, let's go, let's go, <laughs> let's go, let's go. Oh uh, man, dude, he does, he does, just like such a good job of like, I every every like performance, he just sells me so completely, like in Bernard as like or as Bernard in the Santa Claus, like the whole like, all right, all right, come on, let's go, let's go, just like I love Bernard. He's got such conviction in his voice when he tells somebody to do something, he means it. Uh, did you watch uh the Santa Clauses, the Disney Plus show? No, I didn't. I think he was in it, or like there was a rumor that like David was gonna return. I, I think, think I like... saw that too, but I just I I don't know. I Tim Allen kind of got ruined for me, and so like I really yeah, like I, I really you know the Santa Clauses I never thought were like the greatest movies. Uh, Toy Story is another is something else. Toy Story I can live with, but yeah, um yeah yeah same here. <laughs> yeah, I'm not. I'm just not huge on Tim Allen though. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Me neither. He's kind of a 
jerk really but yeah uh so so like uh so 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 uh what do you think about what do you think about cat and bianca's dad he's a really good actor i think he's too strict for his oh. parents but that like is supposed to be like you know his thing yeah right. their, his, their wife died right or his yeah. wife died uh, uh i think she left because like because like cat was like because when cat made a remark about bianca's like pearl necklace she was like 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 she was like it's not it's not it's not like mom's gonna come back for them right i i mean i i don't know i i suppose that could be interpreted as like mom dying but yeah like either she died or she left like we'll never know like that's all up to interpretation but mm-hmm. uh uh but like i think the reason uh, like like i think the reason that dr walter here is pretty strict is because is because because you know the phrase like party like it's 1999 well mm-hmm. they call it that because of woodstock 99 mm-hmm. yeah because like but b- because i think like in his heart like he truly like loves his daughters and he wants them to be safe and he doesn't like want them to like end up being her at something like a Woodstock or like a high school party that goes completely awry if they don't really have dates to like protect them could be I I like someone else could like could could like interpret that for me but uh so like so like Woodstock 99 was basically an attempt to bring it like like to bring back like 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 to uh, to bring back the festival like 30 years later but it went completely wrong for everybody involved that put on the show nobody knew what they were doing no like like none of like the concert people like even knew what they were doing they had it in, like like they had it on an army base in 90 degree winter on solid ground that is so boiling hot that 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 was so boiling hot like everything 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 was mis everything was misorganized there were burst pipes everybody like 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 there were burst pipes there was overcrowding and at and, and uh there was like but but like one moment specifically that went completely that 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 went completely wrong for Woodstock was a concert by Limp Biscuit in which the oh. lead- yeah, yeah, in which, yeah, 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 in which the lead singer, I said Limp Biscuit, I said Limp Biscuit, not, not, I said Limp Biscuit, not, not Limp Biscuit, in oh, which no, no, no. Fred Durst, right? He's like, uh, he's the lead vocalist, mm-hmm. like, like he's the lead vocalist. He like, uh, like, like you know the song "Break Shit." Yeah, I so, don't think so. Yeah. It, I imagine people probably started breaking shit. Yes, they did. He makes sense. Uh, yeah. So, so, uh, so he pretty much like, 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 like he pretty much like poured kerosene, lit the match, and encouraged and encouraged the crowd to loot and riot. Well, I mean, did you hear about? That's like pretty relevant actually to what's happening these days. Did you hear about that uh, Twitch streamer who like got arrested? Oh, Kai Sinat. Or... Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, which like I've only ever seen him through TikToks. So I he has that like really really famous like clip. I don't know if you've seen it of like he has a bunch of like he hired I think Disney princess like impersonators to come have a tea party with him or something like that. 
or they're his oh. friends or whatever, and they were just like really committed to the character. And there's like this clip that that goes on, and there's like two conversations happening at the same time, and Cinderella uh, is sitting there like in between the like middle of them, and uh, Kai, the Twitch streamer, is like reading Twitch chat while it's happening. Any, uh, you know, as a person of color says the N word, and then Cinderella goes, "What's that?" And he goes, "Oh." this and she goes no and like oh. cinderella it's it's just so cute actually she's like no oh no no god. wait i oh my god and uh and back to woodstock 99 like it got worse from there when red when red hot chili peppers played uh they were like they were uh like uh what's his what's his name i keep forgetting like the red hot chili pepper members uh sorry to any Sorry to fans uh, who are like, like, sorry to fans who love for how to flee. Okay. So Anthony Kiedis and flee, like encouraged the crowd to like, to like, uh, to like uh, light their matches so that they could like sing along. But like, but at this point, but at this point, the crowd was, the crowd was out of control. So they lit, so, uh, 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 so they lit candles everywhere and everything was on fire and then and, and and then it got so out of control that the fire that that it got so out of control that police arrived in riot gear yep sounds about right mm-hmm. and, and, and yeah that's the story of what stocks in 99 so for those of you who don't know about the kai sanat situation so so kai pretty much uh for, pretty much like announced the giveaway at union square park which was really stupid, and uh, and as you know, like and and I think I want to say he has like two million followers on Twitch, and a lot of his followers it was are mainly, like are mainly like twenty thousand people that showed up, like mm-hmm. and it, and and it got so out of control, like uh, there was like there was barely a barricade, there was no security present, just like a lot of like 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 just a lot like like this big teenage mob. Like pretty much like went on, went like 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 climbed onto Kaisenet's car, and the car drove away. And these teenagers were like holding on for dear, holding on for dear life, just like going absolute, just going absolute ape shit over a giveaway. Because like, because like here's what here's my advice to you for like for to like to anybody who wants to stream on Twitch. When you get successful enough to have like a million followers, you do not host a giveaway in one of the most popularly dense cities, a dense cities in the world. Okay, like uh, you hold it at a private venue, that you hold it at a private venue with uh, with really really tight security, like 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 with really tight security. That is all. Okay, like if you if you hosted a Union Square Park, it's gonna be immense chaos. So don't don't do that, please. Don't do what Kite Sadat do did. All right. Okay. Uh, back to so let's uh let's get back to ten things. So uh so uh there were a lot of like really really good quotes in this movie. Uh the quote that I uh the quote that I like uh is uh is when like. It's what Kat says. I want you. I need you. Oh baby. Oh baby. Like who? Too I want to cry. you. I need you. Oh baby. Oh baby. <laughs> like uh, like, uh, like uh, she gets in her car and 
and then Joey is in the way, right? And Cass says, oh, what is this asshole day? And she backs into his car. <laughs> you bitch. Yep. Like, like, can we just say, I hate Joey. I don't like Joey yep. at all. Like, he's a, he is such, like, like, he is such a douchebag. Like, he's, like, like he is such a douche. Like, uh, he, uh, I thought that he was, I thought that Cat and Joey were pretty much a thing. And when Cat was like, oh, like, I don't really want to do sex anymore. And Joey's like, and Joey's like, oh, okay, then we're over. She wants sex and I don't want you. Like, fucking asshole. And then yep. Joey, like, has the gall to, like, go after Bianca, which, like, it drives Cat up the wall. So, like, like, Flaka, which drives Cat up the wall, which is, like, okay, yeah. And, and, uh, and when, uh, when Joey, and like uh when Joey specifically and I forgot where I was going with this. I just we don't like Joey. Joey But Joey's awful, he's the worst. Yeah, yeah, he is, he is. And uh <laughs> and yeah, um so like so like uh so 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 really like it's a really so so like this film is a really good story about sisterhood because like because like immediately like you get a sense that Cat and Bianca are estranged because of their mother, because like Cat is like a really antisocial person who like doesn't really, who who doesn't embrace, like who doesn't embrace teenage normalcy. Meanwhile, Cat wants to embrace teenage normalcy, but just because Cat like doesn't really, that that doesn't really date, neither does Bianca. So 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 hence they're like so so hence their rivalry. At the end, when they evoke, like, like, like at the end of the movie, when the near the end of the movie, when they finally have dates to prom, like, uh, Cat and Cam, Cat and Cameron, like, finally get together after <laughs> after Bianca kicks the absolute shit out of Joey when he got his come up, like, like, like when he got his comeuppance, like, I like when Bianca. I like when when Bianca like punches him in the nose. He says, "Like like he says, what the hell, Bianca? I got a nose spray on tomorrow." <laughs> uh, which I actually think is also at the party, right? Yeah, uh, which is probably my favorite part of the movie. Like I had kind of talked about, it really is just like the conclusion of like every like everybody is at their lowest part of the story. Uh, cat like has you know succumbed. Fine, I'll be this gross, boring party girl with no personality that gets really drunk and dances on tables. Oh, uh, Cam is like, oh wow, maybe Bianca, like she came here to the party with me and then instantly ditched me for Joey. Maybe I, you know, made a mistake coming here and maybe I shouldn't have tried to impress this girl or whatever. Uh and then you have uh, you know, Bianca who's like. Oh wow, I came here to be with Joey and Joey's with another girl. I'm a fucking idiot. What uh, do I do now? Right? Right, yeah. And 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 now that you mentioned uh the party scene and, and and now that we're back to the party scene, I really yeah, I really do love Kat's like dance scene as she dances to Biggie's hypnotize. It's such a great scene. And like her dance got her the part in Save the Last Dance. Mm -hmm. It was a movie from 2001 in which like in which like in which like she's at a dance school and she like 
and she befriends and dates like another guy who is like a different race from her. So mm-hmm. like, so so like it's one of those movies that have that have like mixed cultures like get together for cool. romance. Yeah, and I'm really hot, and I want to turn the AC on real quick. Hold on. Okay. Yeah, you're good. Okay. All right. Uh, it is really hot here from where I am. So, and I'm and I'm in like a really closed space. Mm-hmm. So yeah, think you think we're good here. And uh, and 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 of course, like we have like the Sutton cut to the frog organs. And I wrote down, yeah, I gotta love frog organs. And yeah, uh, and and and. And, and and I just love the way that Patrick uses his like switchblade to dissect a frog. Yep, <laughs> I, I thought that was cool. How come I didn't do that at school? Well, I mean, like I actually I did gotten... get to dissect a frog. Yeah, yeah, like really gross. Yeah, 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 yeah. Dissected frogs are gross. Yeah, they are. And uh, back to the back to the party scene. And uh, I really like the advice that uh, Patrick Patrick gives that... Cameron. Yeah, yeah, and. I have the notes right here. I can't find it. Look, Cameron, if you like this girl, go get her. Yes, exactly. And I have the girl. Uh, uh, I have the quote. I have the quote right here. Don't let anybody ever make you feel like you deserve what you want. Go for it. Uh, and 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 I really like that scene because I feel like Joseph, like remember, uh, pretty much like used that advice, used that advice for the rest of his like adult life moving forward. And 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 I think like he looks back on that, and I think like he looks back on that as a fond memory, of of Heath. Because because yeah because like because I imagine that he and him were like really close friends. And oh man, it's it's just such like a really good moment because like really like until then, they've they've just been business partners. You know, like it it's been pretty much like a monetary like transaction. Patrick wanted money, uh, and his kind of goals, like over the movie, switched to wanting to date Cat. Uh, Cameron wanted to date Bianca, which he couldn't do unless Cat dated, and so really, like they kind of weren't like in it for each other at all. They were really just in it for like themselves and what their benefit out of their arrangement was. But uh, you know, Patrick is like you know actually falling in love with cat because he's being able to see like what a truly amazing human being she is and he is like oh well i am dating her now because i want to date her not because i'm getting paid to do it and you know cameron comes over and he's like hey man deals off i she doesn't like me i'm not gonna keep paying you to date her sister and he's like it doesn't matter about joey joey doesn't exist right man it's you and this girl it's me and this girl. Like, I don't care about the payment. Take your money back. Go get that girl. Like, oh, man. And they, like, it, it's both of them just being, like, looking out for the other's interests and realizing that they, like, are already having what they want. I I could have said it better myself. That's really good. And uh, another interesting parallel is, like, when Cat and Pat, so, like, so like when Patrick like drops off Cat, like they both they both don't kiss in the car. When meanwhile, when Cam drops off Bianca, they both kiss in the car. Like uh, which adds to your point on 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 not like on not like trying to like on on 
on Patrick, like not wanting to like date Kat for money. Like he's dating her, like, 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 like he's dating her because he actually likes her. Like he doesn't really, mm-hmm. like he never really cared about the money. Like, like, like to begin, to begin with, he like, he cared about her always. Like as soon as he like, as soon as he like set eyes on her. Yeah. And, uh, and, oh my God. And I really liked him. UQ, like, like between the just like, Hey, how you doing? The cat's like, us, what do you like a pig? I'm like, He's like, oh, I'm sweating like a pig yourself. <laughs> ah, you're trying to win me over already. Or whatever he says, he's like, oh, it's super sexy when you sweat like a pig or whatever he says. Yeah, 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 exactly. And uh, and, and 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 also and, and I also like really like the uh, the concert that they both end up like. I've never seen you look so sexy before. See, the music like, cuts the music and, like stops. and as he's like at a super like progressive like hard feminist like concert like hard rock oh concert. my god oof. yeah oof. oh oh he's like oh my god what a misogynist pig i was like no 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 it was a cop no it was a compliment he said it out of respect come on guys <laughs> oh man yeah yeah that's such a great detail and uh another cool moment i love when letters to cleo shows up at the prom and, and and it was so sweet of Patrick to call in a favor so that so, so that one of her favorite bands showed up at the prom mm-hmm. and uh, and they played the song Cruel to Be Kind and they played the song Cool to Be Kind, one of my favorite songs in the movie. Cruel to be kind in right measure. And uh another like I really like the soundtrack of this movie. Like, 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 like it's so good. It's so. If 90s. I'm not mistaken, and I early... think Blitzkrieg Bop plays at the beginning, right? No, it doesn't. Or near the beginning? Is it's in the movie, think... right? Am I crazy? Did I make that up? Blitzkrieg Bop was not in the movie. I, I really I... feel like I remember it in there, or maybe there's a song I'm confusing it with. I think you're thinking about "She's All That," which is another movie that was in '99 that probably played in that movie. Mm, maybe I don't know. Yeah, and uh, and yeah, and I really love fascinating new thing from Semisonic, which played during the uh, the PayPal sequence, which is mm-hmm. another scene that I really their really entire love. date, dude, from PayPal to like the paddling to the the whole part of it's all good. Oh, yeah, it's yeah, it's great. It's all great, and um. And uh, and, and I like the funny moment when like Joey shows up. To like, to 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 try to like tape Bianca to prom, and then like Walter like slowly closes the door in his face with the strict face, and he goes, and he goes, oh come on, okay, all right. <laughs> he goes, God damn it! <laughs> oh my god! Oh my god! Joey is like so pathetic and clueless. Holy shit! And uh, and like all those like rumors uh, that like. That they say about Patrick, I like that he like clears it up to Cat just because, just because that, just because that he's like opening up to her. And oh, what the hell? Okay, um, wow, um, Stockton just got kicked out. Um, holy crap! Hi, hi, hey, oh. I'm back. Yeah, Sorry you're back. You're yeah, back. my Wi Fi has been it's so weird, it's literally the same time every single day and it's for like sometimes it'll do it like two or three times and so we might want to wrap up just because it's 
probably going to happen again. But uh, it's like only okay. at this time, just every single day. I, I don't know. I don't even know what's going on with it. Okay. Uh, okay. Uh, rapid fire thoughts. Uh, I like that the movie ends with the blooper reel. Like, I miss those type of movies. Dude, man. why? Yes. Why do movies not do that? It's so good, dude. Or like Toy Story. We were talking about that earlier. That's Toy Story 2 has a credits, movie reel. It's so good. Can we, or like Monsters, Inc. We need more movies to do that these days. Uh, I hear that the new movie Bottoms, which is, which has Rachel Sennett and Ayo Edebury has a blooper Ooh, reel. Oh, sure. yes. Ayo Edebury is like absolutely on top right now. Yeah. TMNT. The bear, she is absolutely winning. Yeah, yeah, she's winning at life, man. Good for her. And uh, a lot of people now, now a lot of people like remember Heath Ledger for his Joker portrayal, but I think he will always be remembered for Patrick Verona. Like, I like his, the, I like his Patrick portrayal so much more than that than is the a Joker. role that made him a star, guys. Come on, agreed. Like let's 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 be fucking that real. smile. You want to talk about a smile? That's that's like that's a good smile. His right smile, there. his the Joker's smile ain't got nothing on his smile on Patrick on Patrick Verona. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, could not agree more. And and yeah, just like the sonnet scene just makes me so emotional every time I watch it. I'm just like, fuck, dude. Ugh. Like uh <laughs> and when she breaks down, I break down because because deep down cat like pretty much like love like 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 learn to love again, like like as soon as she met Patrick, I think that's so sweet. Oh, and man. honestly, I think the one like uh, this movie, the thing I hate the most about it is that I don't even hate it, not even a little bit or even at all. Don't 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 do that to me. Why are you making me emotional, Stockton? How dare you, man? I'm sorry. Oh. I knew I knew I was trying to like fit it in there somewhere. <laughs> oh man, you yeah. I I I knew you had to, man. I knew you had to. But yeah, and 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 guys, if you want to like win your girl back, you gotta buy her a really buy her a nice guitar, guitar, just a really yes. nice, expensive Fender guitar. Yes, and uh, it's not every day that you find a girl who flash a teacher to get out detention. That is true. Yes. Yeah, <laughs> and uh, I want to like ask you about that. Do you think? Do you think Cat flashing Mister Chapin ages well? Uh, it's kind of hard to say, honestly. I feel like, I feel like watching it, like, in a movie, I, I honestly don't think I personally have any problems with it, but people could say they have problems with it, and I would be like, oh, I get it. Right, right, yeah. Right, right, yeah. Uh, uh, right, right, I think, like, I think, like, I think some people might get it, but, but I don't know. Uh, yeah. Um, yeah, oh my god, what are you even, what are you even talking about, like, can't take they can't take my eyes off of you scene. Ugh, that is really dude, iconic. So I love it. Uh, my, that's probably my favorite baby. scene in the movie. I love you, baby. But if and it's quite, quite alright, all right. I need you, baby. <laughs> yeah, so that's actually great. my favorite version of the song. Whenever I listen to it, I look up that version specifically. Yep, yep. It is great. It is great. Oh my, oh my god, I love it. I, I really. I really love that song. And like uh, the rumors that Patrick says, um, 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 the state, like uh, lighting a state trooper on fire, fallacy, uh, eating, like eating a duck, hearsay, uh, uh, like Bobby Ridgeway being kicked in the balls, uh, 
uh, like he deserved it because he tried to grow up cat. Ooh, but he deserved on it. the lunch line. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and uh, what else? What else? Oh, uh, I like the shit hath hideth the fandeth. Great quote. I love that. I'm gonna... Oh, I love all the stuff with like Michael and like the girl and like the whole Shakespeare thing. Mm, mm, yep, 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 yep. That's right. He's Michael's. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Michael's the goat. I love Michael. He's great. He's great. He's so good. And uh, uh, I had another thoughts. Uh, oh yeah. So uh, so another fact is that so like when Lettuce to Cleo were like jamming on top of the school, like 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 they actually did it on top of that school, and like and, and they were paid like five hundred dollars to like uh to perform to perform. I want you to want me. And and and, and, I, and I don't think and I don't think they knew about the helicopter. So the heli, so 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 like they were paid five hundred dollars to not fuck it, to not fuck it up, and and everybody was like really nervous about the helicopter, and it didn't matter. They had a show to do, so uh, uh, so they were told not to fuck it up, even though they were still nervous. Respect. Yes. And and yeah. Uh, woo. Uh, anything else that we could say about the movie before we wrap up? Because I think man, we've talked about everything I really like about it: the music, the you know, the writing, the acting, uh, the camera work. I I just love it all. It's such a good movie. I actually think I don't know what I have it rated at on Letterbox. Probably if I had to take a guess, like a four and a half or a five. It's a five star. I doubt me. I have it any less than that. It's a. It's a five star for me. I'm gonna be a little surprised if I don't have it at a five star, actually. Let's see. I do have it listed at a four and a half. Ah, uh, okay. but I think a five I think five stars is super, super fair. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I think so too. And uh yeah, I think uh I think that pretty much uh wraps up, uh, uh, and I guess that pretty much uh, uh. I think that's it. I don't know. Um, um, I had a, I think I had a question related to the movie, and I forgot what it was. Uh, <laughs> uh, yeah. Oh, uh, if it was your prom, who would you want perform at your, who, like, uh, what band would you want to perform there? I. Uh... Probably the band called Coin. Oh, I think that they make really good like prom music. Coin is a good choice for me. I gotta go with the Strokes. Oh, the Strokes is a really super good choice. I love the Strokes. I would die a happy man if I ever like went to a went to a Strokes concert. Holy shit, their music is so fucking good. Oh my god. Okay, yeah, and yeah, that's about it. And. And that is the end of our revisiting discussion of 10 things. This will be the first of series in which I take in, in which I bring along a guest and we talk about and we talk about an oldie movie of in which an oldie movie in which a movie that is like that 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 is pretty nostalgic, recent or whatever. And, and and we just talk about how much we like them, or uh, and, and we pretty much talk about how much we how much we love them, and yeah, and uh, and a closing statement that I have is um, 
have it right here. Fuck. Uh. Shit. Where is it? Okay. No, it's not here. It 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 is here. It is here. I have to I have to find it. Uh. Oh, here it is. Thank God. Okay. Now remember my fellow. Now remember my fellow listeners. Grip it and rip it. Rip it and rip it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Okay, guys. That was so good. That was so good. Thank you guys so much for listening. And uh and and uh and and uh, you can follow Santi Time on the and and again as always uh links uh links to our socials will be in the bio. Well, uh, will be in the bio if you want to get to know me and Stockton. So yeah, thank you guys. Thank you guys. Like, thank you guys so much for listening. Stay cool with your ACs on so that you guys won't get a heat stroke. Because again, support the strikers. One. Yeah, and support the strikers, please. Yes, this. Yes, please. They need to get paid. Pay the writers and actors down below. Yeah, pay the writers and actors, guys. See ya. See ya.